RDTDaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right, guys. My name is Tara Devlin, and I'm pissed off right now, so I'll get into it in a minute. Um, we meet here every Saturday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern at the RDT Daily YouTube and Facebook channels or whatever. Who cares? YouTube. I, I just went to go on YouTube and uh, start the show, and I, re- and I got bl- I'm blocked. And, of course, the damn camera's going blurry now, too. I am blocked from posting on YouTube because apparently I, I violated community standards by posting, well, this was a meme that was posted back in 2017 where Trump was curtsying to the Saudi king. And it said, so just, it was just one of these video memes that was up there. And I honestly forgot it was even there. That's a violation of community standards, apparently now in 2021. So I wonder, you know, I appealed it, but obviously nobody's getting back to me today about it. And the last time I got a community standard strike and was barred from, from recording, it was because we did a live stream of the Democratic debate. And we did a watch party and, and YouTube shut down my channel for a week for violating community standards. So it's kind of hard to know what the community standards are, or maybe it's uh, right wingers come to the site and then they all report the videos as spam or whatever it is, or whatever the, the violation is. It doesn't tell you what what the violation is. It just says it's violating community standards for spam uh, and deceptive practices. So how is, uh, I, I get that the con man is a tax cheating, draft dodging traitor who humps a flag to pretend that he loves America and half of the country is stupid enough to fall for it. I get that. But how is showing um, a clip that was a clip of the con man curtsying to the Saudi king. Something that actually happened. How is that a violation of community standards? All right. I, I love it. Meaning I, I hate it. I, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of these efforts. I don't know. Of course, now, the last time I appealed when they shut down the YouTube channel for doing a Democratic debate watch party, that's what, apparently, um, I wasn't aware that CBS owns the Democratic discourse of this country. That Okay, okay, I can, uh, I, I, I can, uh, I plead ignorance is not a um, exclusion from the law, but... How is showing a clip of Twitler curtsying to the Saudi king uh, in, in 2017? How is uh, this video has been up there since 2017? So d- just don't take it down. No, they shut the whole channel down. And I can't even tell the people who watch the show Sorry, guys, no show tonight on YouTube because fucking YouTube decided 
out of the blue, probably because it's an algorithm. And I'm I'm assuming I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they went through and a bunch of right wingers because that's what they do, because they don't have anything worthy to do. They're not out there doing what their Jesus that they pretend to worship told them to do. They're not out there feeding the homeless or or adding to society, helping people, helping the poor. They're out there launching attacks on on the truth, on on reality. So I don't it's happened before. They one time it happened when I was I posted some videos. This was a long time ago when Mike Malloy, when we were in uh, this I'm telling I'm talking about this during the Obama years. So we were in um, Washington D.C. to where when the Supreme Court was um, when they were arguing Obamacare, and Mike Malloy was talking had a conversation with Dennis Kucinich, Representative Dennis Kucinich at the time, and he uh, and I cut the video down into clips. So and we put them on YouTube. So the clip of him and this, you know, it's a 10-minute conversation, whatever, with Mike Malloy and Dennis Kucinich talking about health care. And I got um, strikes for violating community standards, okay? And I contacted YouTube, and I, this was years ago, so it was even worse. The, you can never talk to a person, of course, but I sent an email and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, how is... Two grown men, grown ass men, especially one is a congressman, talking about health care. How is that a violation of community standards? And you're shut that you shut them, you took them off YouTube. That's what they did. They disappeared them into the memory hole. And I got a response back that was like, well, on on a personal review or whatever, a human being reviewed it, and it is still in violation of community standards. I was like, what? So I called up Dennis Kucinich's office, and I talked to his press secretary, and I said, um, can you believe that Dennis, uh, the, the conversation that Representative Kucinich had with Mike Malloy has been deemed a violation of community standards? by YouTube, and a couple of hours later, after the representative got involved, the videos miraculously reappeared on, on YouTube. So I, God knows what, what the hell is going on, and it's really, I, you'd have to say that you know that some, because human beings are fallible, and also right-wingers are assholes. So you can't tell me that there aren't right-wingers who have a problem with some of the things that they don't like seeing, they, and they, because they can't control themselves, they, they're not professionals, and who knows? They pull the plug. How, I mean, I can't even explain how that happened with uh, de the videos of Dennis Kucinich, other than some right-winger who worked at YouTube had a bug up his ass, right? How else? How else? Why would they disappear? And then be, I would, and I'm told that, yes, we reviewed it and it's against community standard. So whatever, I'm really annoyed. I'm pissed off because this, like I said, this video of Trump curtsying to the Saudi king, 
There's nothing fake about it. That's what happened. He did that. So what? how is this spam? It's been on the channel since 2017. So there you go. Now, and I'm also really pissed off because we're going to have Tom Hartman is going to be on the show on Wednesday. But now I'm going to have to reschedule, frankly, because we have a larger audience on YouTube and... I'll have to, I'll probably, I'll try to reschedule for the following Wednesday. <sighs> because I, I, I'm pissed off. I'm pissed. Yes. Guy on on the channel, on the Facebook. They can't stop you, Tara. Keep fighting. Oh, yeah, they can if they wanted to, I suppose. They could shut down all our channels if they wanted to. Oh, shit. I didn't hit the go live on Rockfin. So, yeah, you can go to Rockfin and you, they want, they're not going to shut me down there. Rockfin.com, R-O-K-F-I-N.com. To, uh, you can view live videos and also we're bundled up with a bunch of other liberal talk shows, including Lee Camp and others. Uh, Ron Placone, Jimmy Dore. Ugh. See, I, I need to process because... I didn't know this was happening until 15 minutes before I went on air. And I try, that's what happens. You try to go and post, or I tried to start the, uh, the live stream and I, I was informed, oh, sorry, boo boo. You're, you're in the doghouse, And I just was, I'm just flabbergasted. Why? Why this video? Oh, you can appeal which I did, I appealed, and we'll watch, see how long it takes them to reject it on whatever grounds, because I still can't believe that they, they rejected the appeal of the, um, of the Democratic Watch Party. How is that a violation of community? See, that's the thing. They don't explain. It's sort of like living under a totalitarian state. It, and it, not sort of, it really is in a way. You know, this is a private company. Of course, we don't have, no one has a right to broadcast anywhere on somebody's private platform. But the thing is, they, ha they can arbitrarily decree whatever and pull you off. So... Without even explaining what what it is. Now, trust me, we're we're on we're on the right side of history and decency and normality. So, what's so? What is a violation? Showing Trump cursing? Yeah, I'm offended too. But give me a break, really. Give me an effing break. How is that a violation? Yeah, it's a, having that curtsying con man. As the so-called president, yeah, that certainly is the vi a violation of community standards, don't you think? But it has nothing to do with me. I'm I posted a video of the curtsying con man. That's what he did. He curtsied to the Saudi king. How is that a violation of community standards? So I I wish they could explain it, but they don't explain. It, but that's the whole thing. It's so up for um, interpretation. So I don't really know. And that's real. that is actually what they do in totalitarian states. There's The laws are so broad and um, you don't know. They could 
whether you're violating laws or not. And then they and they can arbitrarily choose to enforce them depending on what the you know the uh, the level of abuse they want to inflict on people. So they can either let you walk down the street unabashed or un unmolested, or they say, "Hey, let's get violate them on uh, community standards right here." This guy. So I have no idea. Somebody can tell me because because uh, that's actually what happened. Trump here, Washington Post. Did Trump curtsy to the Saudi king? Yeah, Trump right here in the Washington Post. Donald Trump bowed or curtsied to the Saudi king. Yeah, we got video of it. Look, right here. Let's see. Let's move this over here so you can see it. Let's see. Let me move that. Move that. You're looking at things you shouldn't be seeing. Wait, let me see. How do I do this? Boom. Do that. Yes. And the thing that sucks, too, is because YouTube is the bread and butter of the show, besides patronage. So bec that's another reason to become a patron. If you want to be a patron, go to patreon.com slash devil to keep the show going. Um, other than that, YouTube, we get the super chats. That's our bread and butter that keeps the show going. So they just basically reach their grimy, grubby, fascist fingers into my pocket and... Uh, slit my throat for the next week sons of bitches but i don't know why i mean i could see if i was a right winger if i was posting violence inspiring racist lies and then i was looking okay community standards what does that mean uh, something it said something about election if you're mis misleading about the election yeah I get it. I'm with you there, brother and sister. Let's yeah, see. That's where he is Here's... at this moment. You see here, this just happened a couple of minutes ago. Yeah. yeah, that's where he is at this moment. You see here, this just happened a couple of minutes ago. Yeah, that's where he is. Yeah, he curtsied. He did a little curtsy bop. There it is. I don't know. Is that not true? And that's what the meme said. It said, Trump curtsies to the Saudi king. Um... Like and share if you agree that, uh, or if you're if you um, are waiting for the um, the same the Republican, what do you call it? What did I was I don't remember exactly what how it was put. Like and share. That's probably maybe that's why. Like and share. You're not supposed to say like and share, but this was in 2017. So you know what are you gonna know? What are you gonna do? How do I know? Like and share if you are waiting for the same outrage or something like that. Because remember when Obama bowed, whenever he bowed to any foreign leader or whatever, the, the right-wingers would, um, would have a fit. And really, that's what the meme was, not only showing what Twitler is a scumbag who bows to the Saudi king, you know, they're whatever, um, but the hypocrisy of living in Republican, bizarro world. Uh, really. We have to endure. Like, it's one thing to have to endure these fascist bastards constantly. Picking and nitpicking and everything you do. But it's another thing to endure their 
complete and utter silence when it comes to them, to themselves. You know, forget the, the uh, take, take the two by four, the twig out of your own eye before you, I don't even know. What's that saying? The splinter in your eye or who needs a splinter in their eye? Not me. I'm so pissed off. It's hard to it's hard to really keep track at this point. Let me see. I don't even know. The one part of the problem with with not having YouTube is that it's hard to see who's who's sharing, who's on the chat and all. So I don't even know. Is anybody here? I don't know. All right, my name is Tara Devlin. Go to rockfin.com you can watch the show via rockfin actually you can that's better go to rockfin fuck youtube really r-o-k-f-i-n you could sign up you could still see the show and they do you can actually do a version of super chatting there they do things like that so rockfin.com yeah it's called a bow yes but we call it curtsy depends on the point of view he curtsied he bowed he curtsied well it was more what what twitler did was more technically a curtsy because he doesn't know any better see look watch at this moment you see here, here it goes this just happened a couple of see? minutes ago that's a curtsy when you go like this that's a curtsy this is a bow when you go like this that's a curtsy you well, can't deny it. Moment, Look. You see here, this just happened a couple Boom. minutes ago. Boom. Curtsy. Boom. He probably thinks that's what you're supposed to do because he was watching The Crown. You know what I mean? Because he gets all of his ideas, all of his knowledge comes from television. So The Crown was a big thing in 2017. Well, it still is a big thing. So he thought, oh, curtsy. You, you curtsy to royalty. Royalty, fuck royalty. I mean, that the whole the just the notion that anything is royal, you're royal. Look here, see, look at this. This is my channel. Go to let's go live, and this is what I saw. Watch. Due to community guidelines or strikes, you cannot stream at this time. So I was like, what? So I'll go into my studio and you see, oh, community guidelines. What? Here it is. Trump curtsies to the Saudi king. Remember when Republicans crucified President Obama for bowing, blah, blah, blah. And there, there it is. And the, uh, the violation is spam, deceptive practices, and scams. That's a scam. Posting a video of Trump. Okay, I don't mean to harp on it, but it is, it's really irritating. You spend your life trying to build up your show, the liberal media, the real liberal media, because we, we're trying to return this country to the people, all right? We need a country that works for all. This is what we talk about on this show. If that's a violation of community standards, I don't know what to tell you guys. We're done then. So. I'm pissed. 
Hello, my name is Tara Devlin. Okay, so here's this, you know, I don't want to turn the show into, it won't, it won't. I'll get over it in a minute. It won't turn into us railing about the community standards on YouTube. So let's see. Community spam, deceptive practices, and scam policies. What was I don't get it. That's why it's very confusing. Why is it spam and deceptive policies posting a video of Twitter curtsying to the Saudi king? I don't get it. That's been up there for since 2017. 18, 19, 20, 20 four years. And it's it's a 15 second clip. Not even, you know what I mean? It's so annoying. Okay, if it's not, you don't like, I would have taken it down. Who cares? Let's see. My, here, misleading uh, presidential election integrity content that advances false claims that widespread fraud, error, or glitches changes the outcome of the past U.S. presidential election. Okay, we're clear there. Video spam content is, that is excessively posted, repetitive, or untargeted and does one or more of the following. Promises views, they'll see something, but instead direct, directs them off-site. Gets clicks, views, or traffic by promising viewers they'll make money fast. Sends audiences to sites that spread malware. Okay. Did we do any of those? No. Misleading metadata or thumbnail? No. Manipulated media? media? No. Content that has been technically manipulated or doctored in a way that misleads the users? No. Scams? Offering cash gifts or get rich quick? Nope. Voter suppression? Nope. Suppression of census participation? Nope. What the f- Incitement to interfere with democratic processes? No. Distribution of hacked materials? No. Incentivize spam. Content that sells engagement metrics such as views, likes, comments, or other metrics. This is include Well, maybe if, because I said like and share, but that's what everybody used to do back then. You know what I mean? Back in 27. Not that I'm giving them the benefit of the of the doubt. Comments, spam, comments where sole purpose is to gather information. Repetitive comments. No. Live stream abuse. And live stream intended to stream content that belongs to somebody else. Well, that that I guess would be when we did our DNC watch party. That would probably even though Okay, we're watching the Democratic debate. Oh my God, I can't, I can't stand it. I can't handle it, everybody. You understand? I need a lot of, I need a lot of therapy. I've had a lot of therapy. I need a lot. I, le- I need a lot more just from doing the show. Yeah, fuck you, YouTube. And I sent them an email, not an email, a, a tweet. And let's see if any responses came in. Tweet, tweet, tweet. Let's see. Tweet, Twitter. Now I'm going to have to contact Tom Hartman and tell him, can we postpone until next week? Because I've been blocked. All right. Let me see. I, I will get into other things. I, I know this show sucks. What can you do? Welcome to my nightmare. Welcome to my Saturday night. It blows. 
And I really am sorry about that. I do the best I can. I really do. I, I'm doing this. Me, me, all me. Me, 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 me. I'm trying. One step forward, two step backward. We're really trying to fix this country. That's the bottom line. We're trying to stop the traitors from turning this country into an oligarchy. Permanently. Oh, I'm sorry if that's a violation of community standards. Uh, I wish I knew what community standards... They, they could do us a favor and be a little bit more um, specific. All right. Did I did this did I text this out? I hope I did. I I hope I tweeted it out so people know what what the hell is going on. Nobody can no 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 response from YouTube or All right. Anybody here? Let me see. Who's on Facebook? Who's on first? We got We got some people not the same though. I'm sure the those who go to YouTube, they're probably like, "What the hell? Where's Tara?" But like I said, do yourself a favor and do me a favor. Join Rockfin. They're not going to kick me off there. And you don't have to there there's a premium. This is what I've learned about Rockfin. There's a premium um level where you get a access to exclusive content and then there's the regular level and it's us so i'm on the regular level right now and you're you can also join the premium level and we will down the road be making some premium exclusive rockfin only content so do me a favor and do yourself a favor and join rockfin and follow me on rockfin because this, if this happens again, at least we got rock. We always have Rockfin, all right? <sighs> Calm down, Tara. Devlin. I'm talking to myself, see? Like self-soothing. All right. I'm pissed. Because usually Saturday night, too, the other thing is that that's our big night. We have most of our, we have the largest audience on Saturday night. And yeah, not not now, because now that we are, we're getting screwed. Okay, all right. What I wanted to talk about tonight, and since it's already six, well, half hour into the show, thank you for letting me share about my traumas and dramas um, around streaming. And thank you all for all your support and being your your patrons, your super chatters when when you're able to super chat. And that's what's going to keep the show going and growing. It doesn't help when we get put in the doghouse because it's we we lose audience that way, obviously. So um, what we need is to get the word out that yeah, I, I am. You know what it is actually this week. I don't know if you felt similar, but I kind of, I didn't do show. I did a show on Wednesday. We did a show Monday and Wednesday and now tonight. And I, I was going to do a show Thursday. I wasn't able to, but I, I really wanted to relax a little and not think about uh, politics, you know, 
or anything. I, I don't, I just wanted to tune out. And I have a feeling that I'm not alone with that. What a relief it is to have that, to get rid of that con man, that Saudi Kurtzian con man. Really, isn't it? It, uh, it makes, uh, I feel almost hopeful. And I don't want to get crazy, as hopeful as I can be. But a little bit hopeful. I, but... I also, the, one of the reasons I felt like just tuning out a little bit and going to bed early and chilling out, that's what, I, that's what we need to do. When you've, you've been through, we, we've been through a traumatic experience. This, we really have, the whole country, and it's not over. This whole country has PTSD, I have no doubt. Of course we do. We have PTSD from our racist-ass history. We have PTSD from our inability to, I don't know, um, to confront our real history. We have PTSD from the divide and conquer oligarchs who've been tearing this country apart deliberately so they could steal, so they could concentrate money and power in their own hands. And that's, yeah, wait. That's what I'm looking forward to talking to Tom Hartman about because he, the, uh, we're going to talk about his book, and the the book is called "The Hidden History of American Oligarchy." It should be required reading. It's um it's an enlightening book, and also, I mean, you know, Tom Hartman, he's for real. He's the real deal. So everybody we you know when i was reading this book i was thinking this is well i guess i should wait till we get tom on the show but but thinking that the american people part of our ptsd we also we're also in denial and i hope that in denial as to the fact that we are functionally in oligarchy at this point that our democracy has always been aspirational. It's never been a functional democracy. And now that we got, we, I mean, we have, we came a, within a hair's hair breath away from having a, a, an, a fascist takeover of this country. Okay, we beat that back only by the goodness of uh, that, that some people wouldn't completely cross the line. I'll be right back. The only way we beat that back, the oligarchy, the fascist takeover of this country, is because some of it's not for lack of trying. You realize that Twitler was playing for keeps. He wasn't kidding around. He wanted to overthrow, overturn. Oh wait, look at this camera. I opened up the camera settings and then it. Hold on, because the damn camera is uh, is blurry again. Everything sucks. Why does everything suck? That I try to do. I don't want to. I don't want to sound like a pro professional victim. Is it f focused? It doesn't matter. I look better out of focus anyway. It was just bothering me. 
so this is this is the camera app so it goes standard hi my name is Tara and then it goes widescreen hi do I look better standard or wide I don't know I can't decide probably I'd look better blurry I don't know whatever you know what I have body dysmorphic disorder it's getting it's getting bad. Is that me blurry or maybe my eyes are blurry? Because I'm just losing my eyesight. All right. Um, yeah, we we had we came very close to having a fascist takeover. And here's the th thing, guys. Let me ask. Uh, what the f? How? How is Ted Cruz, Josh Harley, all of these co-conspirator traitors, they're still allowed to walk around to infest the halls of power? Because they were elected. They were elected by a, a bunch of other anti-democratic right-wingers because ultimately the goal of conservatism, this is the truth, and Tom Hartman will tell you this, that's for sure, Conservatism is fundamentally an anti-democratic ideology. They don't want a, uh, that's it. They don't want the people to, they, the dem democracy gets in the way. They're okay with democracy as long as the right, quote unquote, people are able to vote. As long as those with darker pigment, let's say, are three-fifths of a vote or not counted at all. As long as they, as everybody knows their place, that's what it's about. Ultimately, dividing and conquering along, especially along racial lines, so the rich can ride us all to the bank. And overthrowing democracy, they think they have a democracy in Russia. You understand? I don't know if you've been following all what's going on in Russia, all of the anti, uh, all of the the democratic opposition to Putin in Russia you know, break out in uh, sudden cases of being poisoned and they changed they they went to the polls in Russia to change the constitution to allow Putin to to uh, be the so-called president until uh, 2038 they they could write they could do that here and the people, as you know, I was telling you a story that um, one of these games I play with one of the the guy, one of the guys, he's a real freak. He's a real right wing freak, but he lives in Russia. He thinks he's living in a democratic society. He really does. He thinks, oh, yeah, we, we voted for for that constitutional change just because people, well, some people, um, you know, voted for Twitter. Fascists, they voted for Hitler. So, you know what I mean? We, we, we survived this, per, this particular coup by the skin of our teeth one day at a time. That's it. Otherwise, um, now our job has to be to shore up the, the country in a way that another fascist dictator will never take root and get hold again.
But you see what's going on now already with the with the Republicans. Of course, this is being a Republican means never saying you're sorry, never having to say you're sorry. That's what it means. It also means never having to. I mean, there's so many things. It means never having to take personal responsibility. It it means uh, that you could wave the flag while doing everything to tear down the the system that the founders fought a revolution to entrust to us. I mean, it's um, it's ridiculous how the right wingers in this country they get to now. They're serving in Congress. These are the same people who just, a, 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 how many weeks, when was this, jo- January 6th? And before, the whole, all of the lead up to January 6th, all of the lies, the incitement, the spreading of the lies, the, when Mitch McConnell got on the floor to, to say that Twitler had every right to take his his uh, questions about the election to court, he had every right. Is that what you do? Is that I, I thought that Republicans were all against. They didn't love. They didn't like frivolous lawsuits, right? Everything about them is hypocrisy. So, oh, um. So it's Twitler's right. Whenever you, whenever anybody loses an election, they don't let, they don't like the outcome of losing fair and square. They get to go to court. But this is supposed to be everything Republicans hate. It's sort of like the ultimate participation trophy. You get to, uh, well, hey, who needs to knock on doors and build coalitions and build up? A, a majority party when you can cheat and steal, right? These, the, the hypocrisy of them, of these Republicans, it's, it can't be overlooked and it can't be excused. And now they're looking for us to forget on, in the name of unity. I, I, I'm already over it with the, these right wingers already. And plus the corporate media is falling in line too, and they're build they're uh, they're spreading the bullshit. So, according to right wingers, and according to the corporate media, Biden see Biden's call for unity and reaching across the aisle. This only means that uh, uh, if he's if he's not regurgitating Republican. The minority party's ideas, quote unquote, then he's not trying to unify the country. This is what I, um, the I, this is what I'm getting from from the Republicans and from from the press, quite frankly. Wait, I'm here. Wait, let me look at this video here. I took a video because um, they now there's oh God, the press, the White House press corps. It makes you wonder, what is the point? I mean, we went through this during Twitler. What's the point of the White House press corps? They don't do anything. It's got to be the easiest, cushiest job in journalism, quote unquote, 
sitting in a room where the powerful, I don't know, answer questions? You should be out there gathering. Yeah, okay, that's uh, that's good. You get somebody, the powerful people answer your questions, but do some journalism. That's not journalism, repeating what they say. Right? I don't know. Okay, here's the first press conference, or part of it. I'm not sure. Okay, you can't call. I just gave you a hard time. So I want to push you a little bit more on, on that question. There's this call for unity that the president made in his speech yesterday, but there has so far been almost no fit even to the Republican Party. You don't have a Republican cabinet member like President Obama that The Trump legacy? We can erase the Trump legacy? The Trump legacy is a smoldering capital with, uh, with, with poop smeared on the carpets. That's the legacy. The, that's the Trump legacy. Traitors. Unbelievable. When, some, please, somebody, this is why I ask you to become a patron and support the show, because I, we need a producer right in here. But somebody find me a clip of, of uh, during the Trump administration of the crack White House press corps asking the Trump administration about unity what they were going to do to unify with Democrats. It's always the Democrats, always the normal people have to unify with the fascists. God, I'm so pissed on so many levels. It just sucks. Everything sucks. I should have, oh, I don't know, whatever. Too late. Should have, could have, would have. I was going to say, I should have got out of this country. I should have done this. I should have done that. I should have been a... Whatever. I should have been, I don't know. Sometimes I think I should have been a vet. And then I could, I, I don't know, tune out. But then I would hate to be a vet. The only, oh, because then you'd have to put animals to sleep. But I guess it's all a matter of perspective. You know, if you're helping an animal. You know what I mean? Oh, God, help me. Jesus Christ. I'm really pissed off. I'm sorry. I'm very distracted and pissed. But I don't even know who's listening or watching. It's hard to... One of the good things about the show is that we get to, you know, uh, interact a little bit. But it's very difficult to interact when everybody's all over the place. Some people are on Facebook. I don't know where everybody is. Usually I'm concentrated on the YouTube chat. So I can't even see how many people are here. So it's hard. All right. Yeah, no YouTube show today. They blocked me. I went through the whole thing for the first half hour. Somebody explain to the latecomers. God damn it. All right. Um. Yeah. Let's continue with this White House press corps. Give me a break, first of all. 
in the interest of unity. Oh, there's no Republican on the in, in the cabinet like Obama had. Well, you know what? Have you been paying attention since the Obama years? Did you were you awake? During the Obama years, when all he did was reach his hand out to have it smacked again and again? These fuckers, they met on the night of Obama's inauguration to, dis- they, to, to conspire. Not against Obama, against the American people. To cause pain to the American people for political gain. That was what they all came up with. They said, we're going to be the insurgency. Their words, not mine. That's how they described themselves. They they were like the Taliban. This is what they said. Republicans said this. They they walked out of that meeting at the caucus room restaurant in Washington, D.C. with a new sense of purpose. They felt hope. You know how when we felt hope when Twitler was finally defeated and the normal people of the country, the majority, were dancing in the streets like we were liberated from a brutal dictator? But on the night of Obama's inauguration, the Republican leadership, and not just those who were voted into office, people like Frank Luntz, that prick, and um, who's the other one who was there? Uh, Newt Gingrich was there. And they decided, they came up with their agenda for the next, well, first of all, their agenda was to make Obama a one-term president. And they said that out loud. But in order to um, lick their wounds, they, it made them, they, th- when they went to this dinner together, they were commiserating. But then they came up with their conspiracy. Oh, and that gave them a new sense of hope. You see, when Republicans, they get hope when causing pain to the American people. The, you know what I mean? Because they're not in government for altruism. They never, n- not a single Republican has ever entered office or run for office for altruism to help the people. They do it to help themselves to advance themselves. That's it. Because if they did, if, if they didn't, if, you know, show them, show me, know them by their fruits. If you're, you're getting together on the night of a historic inauguration, and yeah, I know they don't like that, but electing some in this racist ass country for the, for the first time, electing a, somebody with darker pigment, Forget about it. Named Barack Hussein Obama? That was something we could all be proud of as Americans, if you're a normal person. Not Republicans. They saw that like the doomsday. That was there. That was the, uh, do- like for us, it was the light at the end of the tunnel. For them, that was the, an oncoming train coming at them that bode the end of their white privilege. It's scary, scary times to be a, a con. But, you know, you don't have, it doesn't have to be that way. Being on the wrong side of history constantly is a choice. You don't have to be that way. Being racist and stupid is a choice. Falling for the same old sucker's game. 
that the that the elites have played on the uh, working class forever, from recorded history. That's a choice, and that and especially that's a choice because we have history. We know history. There's books. We could see recorded history and read about it. And we know the history of Western civilization. And you can decipher it. And you can even read through the lines or between the lines. And you don't have to fall for the same old tricks again and again with a rich divide and conquer or along racial lines. How many times do you have to fall for it, Republicans, until you get tired? Aren't you tired of being tired? Being such, so played all the time? Uh, that exhaustion you feel, that's not from uh, the, the uh, mythical welfare queen riding you to the bank. That's from your masters manipulating you and riding you and tickling your racist funny bone to make you as stupid and racist as they need you to be in order to vote for your own demise. And vote for the demise of this country. But that's all you need to know about the Republicans is to know about the caucus room conspiracy. As it has been, uh, as it has been, what, how do you say that? Has, as it's been come to, I don't know, whatever. As we now know it, I don't, what, what's the proper terminology? Jesus Christ. Uh, that's why I need a producer. As it has come to be known, yes, that's how you say it, the caucus room conspiracy, caucus room conspiracy. That's all you need to know. This is another reason why I'm, I'm pointing out again, the liberal media, why it's so, it's so needed, because you don't hear this on corporate media. Why doesn't the, and to me, it, it makes, um, it's such, it's so obvious. Why doesn't, you know, the, the corporate media, pose these questions what do you uh, um uh for example okay the caucus root conspiracy all you need to know about a political party is in the second great republican great depression in the worst you know every time they get their fingers around the neck of power the american people break out in bread lines we know that so when it's enough already, right? Is it, how many times does this have to happen until dum-dums wake up? But they don't wake up because why? They're racist. That's it. That's what it comes down to. They're easily played. But all you have to know about a political party, it's not that they're so, they're, they're so uh, ingenious or anything. They're just immoral and willing to do whatever it takes to make the rich richer and divide and conquer and destroy this country. Oh, I mean, really, along racial lines, destroy the country, destroy the working class, turn the working class into the much more malleable working poor. That's what it's about. And so all you have to know about the Republicans is the caucus room conspiracy. That says it all. They got together on the night of Obama's inauguration, when we're celebrating, you know, if you are an American, if you're a true patriot, and let's say you didn't vote for Obama because whatever, for some stupid reason, you, you think Republicans are, I don't know, my father was a Republican, I'm a Republican. Well, I don't have, I don't have a clue, you know? 
you're uh, let's say you're one of these low information right wingers who thinks I just like their fiscal policy, even though you're an idiot if you think that. But that's besides the point. Let's just give them the benefit of the doubt. They're just low information. They don't know what they're they're. It's part. They've been duped by the uh, the kiss up, kick down, trickle down scam that the country's been under for since for my entire life since Reaganomics, where. You, you, you're begging for a trickle. I don't know. We, let's keep begging another 30 years. Maybe we'll get trickled on. Who knows? Anyway, let's just say um, that you you voted for that. I don't know. Why am I bringing in this this mythical right winger there? Who needs them, really? The point is, the, if all you got to know about the Republicans is during the second worst economic crisis in a hundred years that this country has endured thanks to the right wingers their answer to it was to cause more pain to the american people okay god damn it so that's all you need to know about about the right wingers about republicans to to cause more pain they weren't stopping obama see that was what they said to each other we will commit what what um what was known as legislative constipation that's what james walcott wrote he wrote the conspiracy he wrote an article about it for vanity fair called the conspiracy to commit legislative constipation meaning everything that the that the democrats did to, to try to give relief, offer relief to the to the American people, who the Republicans turned into turned into the working poor yet again. Everything to 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 um, to help the American people, they would they would block because what was their number one agenda to make Obama a one-term president. And how do you do that? You cause pain to the American people. So the American people think that, oh, they blame the president then. See, that's their thinking. Now, how evil do you have to be to do that in the middle of, well, they're evil. In the middle of the next, the second near Republican Great Depression in a hundred years, their remedy isn't to help. No, no, no. Their remedy is they're they're not asking each other. They're not sitting in this fancy, swanky restaurant coming up with ways to help the American people. How do we get people off the bread lines and back into decent middle-class jobs where they can live with dignity and retire in security. No, no, no. Well, they, can have the, they can have the freedom to be human, to have a sick day now and then, to take a vacation, to have the freedom to be sick, to get sick and not be a burden, not be thrown at it like garbage. You know? Like other civilizations, like like we would if we were a civilized country. No, that's not what they're talking about at their swanky restaurant. They're talking about 
how to cause more pain to the American people for political gain. And we're supposed to forget this, but I think that a lot of Americans do forget this. And of course, the crack White House press corps forgets it. They let them forget it. Now we're talking about unity. Can you believe? I know. I know that. Oh, that Obama, that President Biden wants. He's he's running on unifying the country. He wants to unify the country. So what does that mean? That means that we we got to turn into the, uh, right wingers. Give the right wingers everything they want. Otherwise, we're not unifying enough. But we got here because of the right wingers. So this is what we're going to endure now. The constant, every time the, 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 uh, the Democrats do anything that's not Republican, that's not a tax cut for the rich, we're going to have to endure calls uh, against, oh, well, there he goes again, again, uh, he's not unifying so we can only unify around the same Republican policies that destroyed the working class to begin with? That brought this filthy, tax-cheating, draft-dodging, dictator-envying con man to power? So, I mean, are you serious? This guy in the, in this, in the press corps asking, Oh, well, where's the fig leaf? Where's the olive branch? For the traitors. Excuse me, fella, but you realize the, there's glass still broken in the Capitol. That we haven't changed out the shit-stained carpet yet. And we, we gotta reach across the aisle to the same traitors who still, none of them, have p apologized Where's Ted Cruz? Has he apologized for sowing treason against the legally elected government? Josh Harley? No. What about Lauren Boebert? They're still trying, they're trying to bring guns onto the House floor. Where's the unity? These fuckers. There are certain places you're not allowed to bring guns, Lauren Boebert. Jesus Christ. That's why I ask, please secede. I'm asking nicely. Secede. I'm sick of you. I'm sick of right-wingers dragging us down. And also, I'm sick of these... This, this guy. I'm sick of him. This guy. In the White House press corps. Here, let's, let's listen to him again. To the Republican Party. You don't have a Republican cabinet member like President Obama and, Obama and uh, I think President Clinton had. You, you know, uh, the executive orders that he's come out the gate have been largely designed at erasing as much of the Trump legacy as... Wait, what? Yeah, we need to erase the fact that Trump wiped his ass with the legacy of, of decency and dignity and democracy and humanity. Oh, it's largely to erase the legacy? Trump's legacy? His legacy is the smoldering ruin of the Capitol. 
His legacy is an insurrection and trying to overthrow, overthrow a legally elected government. The legacy of what? Going, we're going back into the Paris Climate Accord. We're doing things that you know, anybody... Uh, I mean, I, I'm sorry, I'm stumbling over my words because I'm in shock. Why should I be shocked, though? This is the press, the White House press corps. The corporate media. Why? Somebody, some somebody, show me a clip of the White House press corps asking about the same thing with the Republicans. Republicans, their agenda was to overthrow Obama, to commit legislative constipation, and then wipe out the. The his legacy and everything decent about being an American. That's it. If it had Obama's name on it, Trump had a problem with it, but that was personal with him. This is about restoring the country to to saving democracy from the fascists. So what are you talking about? Crack White House reporter? No olive branches to the traitors who incited a riot that almost murdered, well, that did, that caused the death of five people and almost um, had a, a hanging of the vice president. A white, a white right wing insurrection, a racist ass riot. Where's the olive branch? I don't know. Um, I think it's the duty of every patriotic American to kick the white right the right wing assholes to the curb. I don't know about you. The, oh my god. Yeah, exactly. Ed on the chat. His legacy is four hundred thousand dead Americans and counting. Unbelievable. Well, here, it goes on. Yes, you can with executive orders, much of which the Republican Party likes and agrees with. You've put forth an immigration bill that has passed the citizenship but doesn't do much of a nod towards the border security. And you've got Shut your filthy... Who is this guy? Anybody? I don't even know who this person is. $9 trillion uh, COVID relief bill that Exactly. And I thought she gave a perfect answer. If you want to know my opinion, <laughs> after all this terror buster, but it's true. What do you mean? Is uh, Democrats and Republicans want unemployment insurance. 
We want a vaccine to be distributed. Unlike Twitler, who could just, all he says is, oh, yeah, 20 million people are going to be vaccinated. That's it. We'll make it, we'll make it 40 million in a week. Why not? What, just doesn't matter it's, if it's true or not. That's not, the, that's not what Trump does or did. He's a, he's a con artist. So much easier to roll out a vaccine or to work on logistics if you can lie about it. Just say yeah, oh, we're going to have uh, 40 million vaccinated. We're going to have disappeared like a miracle. Everybody's going to disappear. You know who disappeared like a miracle? 400,000 people. Well, it's not like a miracle if you're anyone in your family or your friends. These sick, disgusting bastards. Unbelievable. But she's 100,000% correct, and I was heartened to hear her response because that's what I say all the time. It's, um, you don't, don't pander to these right wing freaks. Don't give them their own policies back at them. They're minority policies. That's what they are. There are minority, I can't talk. There are minority party representing a minority of people and they have minority views. So why are we always finding, trying to reach across the aisles of that? What do they want? They want, what do they want? They want tax breaks for the rich. That's it. Then they could say, oh, we got working class. They always lie. It's a lie. They want, what, what else? Oh, deregulation. That's all we hear. Everything is deregulation and a tax break. That's all they want. That's all they do. That's what Twitler, he boasted about. Oh, I I did a lot of deregulation. Yeah, you allowed corporations to spew their poison. That was one of the first executive orders he signed. That uh, a coal company could spew coal ash, dump coal ash into our streams. So, congratulations. You made America great again. You, I, I, and I never... I, I just can't stand Republicans because it doesn't make sense to me how you can love America and then turn America the Beautiful into a toilet for corporate poison. So if you love America, you you love, you show love. Love is an action. You know, I love my cats, I don't um, dump garbage on them. I don't turn, you know, if they get dirty, I wash them. I clean, I take them to the vet. I, you know, same, it's, uh, it makes sense, right? If you love something, you care for it. You protect it. You don't let a greedy grifter come in and, and uh, take a dump on it. Well, that's the whole thing with uh, what happened at the Capitol, the Capitol riot. If you love America, you don't take a shit in one of her landmarks. They, they, a beacon of democratic society or whatever, uh, something that you should respect. You don't, you don't break the windows. You don't run through the halls. You don't murder people. I hate them. 
But she's 100% correct, this Jen Psaki, whatever. I thought that she was, it was a great answer. Do right-winger, does uh, Republicans in red, do red state, whatever, however, she didn't say Republicans, of course. Do, don't they want unemployment insurance? Don't they want a vaccine rollout? Don't they want their kids to go back to school? Yes. So this is a bipartisan issue. Of course it is. Thank you. Thank you, Jen, because that actually gave me a little bit of hope when she answered like that. Because that goes to sh- that gives you a window into the thinking of the administration. Yeah, when if what's right for the American people is a bipartisan issue. It's not just a tax cut. It's not um some pandering bullshit. We're gonna keep some crappy. Kiss up, kicked in some distur- some disturbing dystopian executive order that Twitter signed for the for the appearance of it. Now, what's good for the American people is having a country that works for every single American, even the right wingers. And that that we'll see more will be revealed, of course from the Biden administration, but that the fact that she answered like that made me hope a little bit about this, uh, about this administration. Uh, Yes, of course we will hold their feet to the fire and keep them on the progressive path. No doubt. Cause that's how we will, we will fix this country. Oh yeah, it's not, I, I, if, if, here's the difference between right-wingers and normal people. If, and I mean right-wingers and progressives, if, if funneling all the money and wealth and power to the 1% actually did trickle down and cause a society to break out in democracy and um, this country to be the most upwardly mobile with the slightest income gap with where, where the working class could, could live a decent middle-class life as we would think as one time we thought was our birthright, regardless of pigment, whatever you, you know, your, uh, your pig, you know, whether, whether you look like a ghost like me or whatever. Um, then if, if all of those things, if all, if funneling all, if all of the, if getting rid of regulations, if allowing, well, well, I wouldn't go that far. I was going to say if allowing corporations to pollute, no, 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 we couldn't do that anyway, but you know what I'm saying? If there, these right wing policies actually did cause America to be a, uh, a, you know, to be the beacon of democracy where the working class with a great middle class that was free and fair and all this other, you know what I mean? And with free and fair elections and blah, blah, blah. Then normal people would be all for it. We would adjust. I'd be like, great, let's do that. So it's it's not about ideology, about being attached to this to an ideology. It's about what is the what's the goal here? Ultimately, I, I could tell you what I my goal is in as an American. I at one time 
I thought that is the goal of everybody, right? To have a, a country that works for all. And what does that look like? It means that, yeah, it doesn't mean that you don't have rich people. Of course you have rich people. There are rich people. But you, you got to work really hard to be poor in this country if you have a functioning uh, economy. So it comes down to what is the meaning not, it's really what is the meaning of life, but also what's the meaning of an economy? Because for years, for generations, for, for millennia, the meaning of an economy was, what's the purpose of the economy? Was to make the rich richer. See, that was the game that the, that was Western civilization. If you're, uh, oh, if you were born rich, that's because God wanted you to be rich. And if you were born as one of the uh, workers, the serfs, that's where you were born because God wanted you to serve your betters. It wasn't your place to rise up and demand a decent life. Your, your, your life, your decent life awaited you in heaven. Oh, I'll be right back. So... The the point is, if if funneling all the money and power to the hands of a few, if that actually did cause a country to to, to work, for, if it worked for everybody, if if it weren't that the United States was the least upwardly mobile, where the majority of Americans can't save four hundred dollars. That's disgusting. So if all of that, if it was that the American people, everybody had a decent middle class life, you could you could get you could get sick. You were free. You were literally free to be a human being. You could go to school as far as your ability or your or your desire takes you. You could have a decent life if you didn't want to if you weren't uh, academically inclined you get a trade but every person who works earns a decent earns a decent living and everybody has health care and we have retirement security and you know i i think that that's the point the the meaning of an economy we really have to think, discuss this. What is the point? What is the meaning of a? It's not. There's not an invisible free market. There is no free market. We make the rules. Human beings. We set the the game. the The ground rules for the game. And the reason. That's why, in forty years, in my entire life that I've been on this planet, we this country went from the most to the least upwardly mobile. That's a disgrace. So, but that is because of, you don't really, this is what drives me insane. Because it's, it's not an accident. It happened because of policy. Just like government policy created the first Republican Great Depression. And government policy did nothing about it. And then FDR came in and created, used government to build an economy from the ground up. And that created 
the white working, the white middle class in this country. And ever since then, the right when 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 other groups demand their seat at the table, the Republicans have been on because of our racist history and our and the the e- how easily tickled the racist division is in the country. Um, we've they've been successful at dividing and conquering us and rolling back the progress instead of our instead of white the white middle class saying yeah we're in this together all of us regardless of uh, of pigment we are all americans and we and we definitely rise and fall together the american working class rises and falls together so we're in this together but the into the um into the the division the fissures of disunity as uh henry wallace called it stepped the right wing propaganda machine they you know to to divide us and that's how they were able to funnel money into you know to turn the united states from the most to the least upwardly mobile in in a generation it didn't take that long and they did it purposefully they and actually that's what tom hartman talks about in his book uh he talks about the powell memo i mean all of this was laid out they knew it so we can dis- we can dissect the problems and we can we know what's wrong in the country I, I I don't know. I I if I could figure it out, you know they know it too. And I'm really I'm heartened. Of course, it is. We really dodged a bullet with Twitter getting rid of him. And in fact, yeah, wait. You probably saw from is this the Washington Post? No, it came out that or wait, 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 wait. Sorry, guys. Where the heck is it? Yeah, Trump. Yeah, from the Times. Katie Benner, she's been all over media the past couple of days because it just came out. Well, we knew this anyway. It's even worse than we thought. It's only the tip of the iceberg. We heard Twitter on the phone with the Georgia Secretary of State trying to, to coerce him into finding him votes that's what he that's how he put it i just need fifteen thousand. you know come on give me a break here brother trying to find and according to the new york times um the trump and justice department lawyers said to have plotted to oust acting attorney general and that's the headline but it's that doesn't scream um to the fact i mean really the headline is a bit subdued it should say trump tried to overthrow democracy that's it he was almost successful he didn't find all of the willing co-conspirators that he needed that was the only thing standing in the way what's to say he won't or if not him um ivanka trump in the next couple of years they won't be successful clearly these republicans they have they have no integrity they don't as i've said forever 
I've said it all the time that the Republicans, they are the domestic enemies the founders warned us about. Of course they are. When did they stand up? The majority of them contest, they, they, they objected to Joe Biden's certified, uh, to certifying the election after the Capitol was attacked. After. After their words incited a right-wing violent mob, a white nationalist, racist, violent mob. And now it's coming out more. It's only going to get worse. You realize this. We will continue to find out more uh, and more what just how depraved and how close we came and it's not over. That's why Twitler has to, and all of the co-conspirators, I'm sorry, Lauren Boebert, I'm not sorry, um, all of them, Cruz, Ted Cruz, they need to be, they need to, they need, there needs to be consequences for this. We can't just walk into the sunset. Oh, can't we all just get along? Where's the fig leaf? Where's the, where's the olive branch? Let's see. Where's the olive branch? I don't know. Maybe it's under the pile of rubble here in the Capitol. The cigarette butts, the shit, the broken glass, the blood. Maybe I can find it under the, all of the debris, the, 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 the goddamn debris. Debris. I can't talk. Washington, let's see, published on January 22nd, Katie Benner from the New York Times says, the Justice Department's top leaders listened in stunned silence this month. One of their peers, they were told, had devised a plan with Donald, well, she says President, Donald J. Trump to oust Jeffrey A. Rosen as acting attorney general and wield the department's power to force Georgia state lawmakers to overturn its presidential election results. The unassuming lawyer who worked on the plan, Jeffrey Clark, has been devising ways to cast doubt on the election results and to bolster Mr. Trump's continuing legal battles and the pressure on Georgia politicians. Because Mr. Rosen had refused the president's entreaties to carry out those plans, Mr. Trump was about to decide whether to fire Rosen and replace him with Clark. So, you see, he, the, one of the, the guys who wasn't going along with this plot to destroy democracy. And he wouldn't, it has, they have no integrity. Now, you tell me. If Twitler had done this and put this Clark character, this clown in there, and, and then Clark said, yeah, um, the election was stolen, what do you think the Republicans would have done? The Ted Cruz's, the Lauren Boebert's, the Marjorie Taylor freak shows. What do you think? Would they say, oh, no, just kidding, folks. Um, I, I, I was only kidding. I love America. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you. This is the end of the Progressive Voices show. Join us on Rockfin, R-O-K-F-I-N dot com. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. 
And uh, what else? I don't know. We need your help. Become a... Oh, you know you know how to do it. We stick together. We win. We will win. If... I don't know. If we get help. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. My name is Tara Devlin. We stick together. We win. I'll see you soon. All right. That didn't... That was pretty good. That worked out. I'm so pissed, though, still. F and unbelievable. I'm saying, I'm only um, saying this for the newcomers. This stupid YouTube shut down my channel. Oh, for a week. I don't want to get into it. If you want to know why, just go rewind to the beginning of the show. And now I will have to, um, I'm going to have to contact Tom Hartman and reschedule. Hopefully I can reschedule. I'm sure it'll be fine. Hopefully. Because I want to, I want him on the sh on a show because we get more viewers on YouTube. That's just the way it is. Basically, YouTube stuck its grimy fascist fingers into my pocket and uh took out my took out the money we need to keep going that's really it i mean that's that's what they do oh god help me i don't have a what do you call it <clears throat> i don't have i'm not rich so we don't have rich benefactors we only have each other so thank you all of those who want to support the show at patreon.com Slash Tara Devlin. Yeah, y'all. I'm pissed. Okay. I'm, uh, of course. I'm, I feel like stressed. I'm really stressed out. I could feel it in my bones. I'm stressed out to the max. And yeah. These, here's what, what is stressing me. Here, let me continue with, what did I say? Oh, wait. Yeah. That's, that's, we, we feel, feel that, that that package, he feels that package is designed for bipartisan support. support. I will also say that, that we've also had some uh, positive developments um, on our confirmations and our nominees. Uh, last night, as you all saw, uh, his not, the president's nominee, uh, now confirmed leader, first female leader of the intelligence community was confirmed with a vote of 85 to 10, 84 to 10, and you can check me on that. But an overwhelming vote. Um, we, we've seen progress today on on the, the nomination, nomination and hopeful confirmation of uh, Lloyd Austin. Austin. So, so there's, there's movement um, supported by both uh, sides of the aisle and members of both parties. I think I if you talk to Democrat or Republicans on the Hill, which I know many of you do, they will say um, they're, they're not, not looking for something symbolic. They're looking for engagement. They're looking to have a conversation. They're looking to have a dialogue. And that's exactly what he's going to do. I can't. I can't. And it goes on. They keep asking her about, has the president reached out to this Republican or that Republican? Uh, uh, that, that's what our, our whole life is going to be. Every time Joe Biden does something. Well, what about bipartisan? He did say he was going to unify. Does unifying the country mean continuing to shove this minority party down everybody's throat all their policies in fact yeah um who wrote this where is it 
Huffington Post. It was from the Huffington Post. Let's see. Hold on. Let me see. Sorry, guys. I have to find it. It's in my history. HuffPo Unite. Son of a bitch. Thank you for your patience. Here it is. The Republicans are mad at Joe Biden for not uniting the nation around the GOP agenda. Does that not sum it up? Can I, can somebody remind me when the White House press corps or any corporate media harangued, incessantly harangued the, um, the, the, whatever, the Republicans about their bipartisan agenda. Anybody? It's as if, you know, it really is as if the Republicans can just be, they get to do whatever the hell they want without anybody ever holding them to account. There's no accountability for them. The party of personal responsibility never takes responsibility and nobody expects them to. What do you mean? We should all unite. Where are they? Why should we unite around the party that inspired an insurrection? Okay. How about instead of pining for bipartisanship, we have some unit. Oh, and then he was saying um, another uh, one of the White House press corps was saying, how uh, uh, about impeaching Trump? This is what we're going to hear. I'm just preparing you all to remember that this is coming because it's it's already here and they're not going to stop. The, how is uniting, um, how does uh, impeaching Trump, how does that serve Joe Biden's uh, um, promise to unite the country? Well, how does allowing a traitor to go to run free and the mean, the minions who destroyed the Capitol, how is that uniting the country? How about, you know, we, we know what this guy did. We have it on tape, but you see, like I said, being a Republican means never saying you're sorry. That's it. You could, you can outright cause a riot that kills people. You can assault the nation's capital. You can assault an, a co-equal branch of government. You could set, s- send a white ring, a white, I can't talk, a white ring, ring, I can't talk, white, right wing job. Oh God, why can't I talk? Am I losing my mind? Right wing mob. That's what I'm trying to say. Can you believe this shit? I can't say it was. It was like stuck in my mouth. Right where I, I don't know. I I have a speech impediment. You can send a white ring wing mob to assault a co-equal branch of government, and the the um the victim of that assault, the party that is incessantly being abused 
by the minority bullies who've destroyed this country for years. Every time. Let me ask you guys, why? Why is this allowed to continue? These right-wingers or these, even the, the press corps, don't, th- th- how, how much um, amnesia is epidemic in the White House press corps or all of the corporate media? We're supposed to completely forget the past 100 years? Let's just go, let's stick to a century. That's it. Let's just stick to the past century. How many times does a party get to crash the economy? I wonder. Anybody? Well, how many how many um is how many insurrections do you get? Until there's accountability. How many less vote getting presidents get to squat in the White House? When obviously right wingers, I mean, or corporate media, obviously, you know, they're the minority. They certainly need a lot of help, though, don't they? And they get it. Why? Why do we endure this shit? Like, shut up already. Really? Why should we be bipartisan? I know Joe Biden, good, he wants to unify the country. He's right. If that's how you're going to unify it, good. You unify the country by doing what's right. And you shut those freaks up. You don't give, you don't throw them a bone. You don't give them an inch. You don't give them a goddamn millicentimeter or millimeter. You don't, because they take it all. How many violent insurrections do you get? How many times do you get to lie about an election being stolen? Oh, no. Um, It's not all of that. We got to throw some bones to, to the normal ones. The normal ones who voted for him twice. Who put the goddamn traitor? They already had. They impeached him already for treason, for being a, for using taxpayer money. Well, doesn't this sound familiar? To using taxpayer money to strong arm a foreign leader into opening an investigation on a political rival. This time he used our, uh, the position of, well, he used us, the United States, the power of the United States office to strong arm as secretary of state into opening an investigation on the election. Didn't have to be true. Didn't have to really happen. That's not the point. You see? And then and they all know it. That's the other thing. These, not a one, maybe Marjorie Taylor Greene, because she's a moron. They're all morons. They are, there are, but not all of them are morons, okay? They're only immoral. A lot of them, I, I like, for example, I don't think Ted Cruz is a moron. I think he's a crafty little cunning little sycophant. Uh, he's a sociopath, and he's somebody that they don't give a shit, obviously. If you had, if he had any integrity, if he had any decency, 
he would not be a Republican, especially a Twitler Republican. He would have left the party, but he's not a decent man. Clearly, look at what, look at his wife. Twitler insulted her like a child, like a schoolyard bully. Saying, my wife is prettier than your wife. Calls her ugly. Because that's what normal people do, right? When they're out of the schoolyard. That's a normal way to behave, right? So let's, I mean, all of the, the, the atrocities we've witnessed in the past four years, and the White House press car is still asking what the Democrats are going to do for the Republicans. Really? You see how, how sick that is? You know what we'll, we'll, you know we're going to do for them? We're going to make them take responsibility for themselves. That's the best thing you can do for them. Let them learn that their actions have consequences. That you can't just lie. That your your words have power. When you're a legally elected representative, even one who received fewer votes, that the presidency has power. Your words have weight to them. And so does, uh, believe it or not, Ted Cruz. As a senator, your words have weight. And you may know that you're full of shit and that you're a grandstander and all you're trying to do is tickle those racist funny bones to get some more money so or to get the dum-dums to vote for you so you can continue to skulk around the halls of power like a big man. You would, you would sell out your own mother. You sold out your own wife. These are human beings who have zero integrity. They have no business being anywhere near a decent government. You realize that. Decent people are n- don't put up with that. They don't, pu- they don't allow a con man, a lying, pathological, lying, tax-cheating, draft-dodging, serial, bankrupt, sexual predator... Of a liar. They know who he was. They knew it. So they voted for him twice. You telling me? Who did who who did um, Ted Cruz vote for? He voted for the guy who called his wife ugly. Which is okay. Um, you liked his policies? You like his fiscal policies? You freaks. Do you know what their policies are? Because this is the other thing that is inexcusable. Their policies, and Ted Cruz knows this, their policies are, are the, the entire agenda is to dismantle democracy. That's why they, I mean, we're, we've been on this road for a long time the end of the democratic experiment. Yeah. They kind of, actually, they did us a favor by pulling off the band-aid or pulling up back the cover of what they really are. Twitler just accelerated 
the ultimate um the, the something that was always it, it was inevitable it was going to happen so maybe they did us a favor in that way because he they exposed just they exposed the game their game they are ultimately the conservative agenda is to dismantle democracy to make sure that the rich rule and everybody else knows their place that's it everybody else knows their place and compliantly awaits their rewards in heaven just like the system the founders rebelled against see that's republicanism in a nutshell they 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 tell you the, all the other shit that they talk about is all to keep the stupid stupid and fighting amongst each other the only way that they can win and un, un you know and uh unravel uh, their this this system is by keeping the people stupid and divided <sighs> but it's um it's already tedious as hell listening to them so let's see Republic. this is the article from the huffington post tara golshan and christy angelo republican lawmakers suddenly have a lot of thoughts on how to heal the nation and none of them has to do with addressing the insurrection that donald trump supporters mounted at the u.s capitol two weeks ago in an attempt to overturn election results GOP legislators have reluctant have been reluctant to accept their own responsibility for stoking massive divisions in the country. But in the two days since President Joe Biden took office, Senate and House members have been twisting his uh, have been twisting his call for unity into attacks on his agenda. Well, what a surprise. In his inaugural address on Wednesday, Biden called on Americans to come together to confront the, quote, rise in political extremism, white supremacy, and domestic terrorism in order to restore the soul and to secure the future for, of America. We can treat each other with dignity and respect. We can join forces, stop the shouting, and lower the temperature. For without unity, there is no peace, only bitterness and fury, the president added, standing on the same platform where pro-Trump rioters had invaded the Capitol on January 6th. In response, Republican lawmakers are arguing that Biden's policies will only hurt unity. You see, oh, poor babies, whenever the, the people get a little uppity, the people might, might not, they, they might turn against their betters and want a living wage and I don't know, healthcare. In other words, according to these lawmakers, the only way to heal the nation after a violent mob tried to overturn an election that put Democrats in power is to do exactly what the Republicans want. Here are some of the policies that Republicans have claimed would undermine national unity. Restoring national monuments as part of a broader first-day executive order to protect public health environment and restore science biden ordered a review of trump's rollbacks of national monuments 
a first step towards his own promise to restore the sites. Ten Utah Republicans, including Mitt Romney and Governor Spencer Cox, issued a joint statement this week decrying the move, saying it will only deepen divisions. You see, if we, all, if we roll back everything Twitler rolled back and go back to the way it was when Obama took office, you know, the one who was legally elected twice in two landslide elections for this less vote getting con man who never cracked not even 50% approval rating. Never once did he have a mandate to do anything. But all he did was stoke the divisions. So if we try to roll back all the shit that son of a bitch did to us, if we try to restore this country to some healing, to the place that we were, that we elected representatives legally with the most votes, we didn't elect that effing con man. And then he went to, to, just, to just take a dump on our country. That's what he did. So that, the, what's his, Mitt Romney, the one that everybody is all of a sudden praising because every now and then he says something negative about Trump. He's just as bad as the rest of them. I'm sorry, I'm here to tell you. Come on. A, a broken clock is right, right? Once, uh, twice a day? Well, that's Mitt Romney. They issued a joint statement saying it will deepen the divisions? Executive order on Bear Ears Grand Staircase Escalante National Monuments. Utah congressional delegation comprised of Senators Mike Lee, another winner, and Mitt Romney, and Representatives Chris Stewart, John Curtis, Burgess Owens, and Blake Moore, as well as state officials, including Governor Cox, blah, 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 issued a following statement regarding President Biden's executive order directing the Department of the Interior to review boundaries and conditions of the Grand Staircase Escalante and Bears Ear National Monuments. For over 25 years, Utah has been the center of controversial and divisive unilateral national monument decisions. Roughly two-thirds of our backyard belongs to the federal government, which has meant land management actions have often been done to us rather than with us. A review in name only predetermined results, and we share a sincere desire for a collaborative, supportive solution. Shut your effing mouth. You don't deserve... They don't share a collaborative whatever. For over... T oh, yes, yes, yes. I just read that. Republicans invoking national monuments, in particular bears ears in Utah, in their newfound wish for harmony is ludicrous. In 2017, following a sham review in which Trump cozied up to monument opponents, cherry-picked data and dismissed overwhelming public support for maintaining protected sites. Trump carved more than 2 million acres away from the two sites in southern Utah, 
Bears Ears, a landscape sacred to several Native American tribes, is named after a pair of, of what, butte, boots, boots, was shrunk by 85%. Nearby Grand Staircase Escalante, a sweeping 1.87 million acre monument rich in dinosaur fossils and archaeological sites, was r- cut roughly in half. In June 2020, Trump opened the Northeast Canyons um, and Seamount Marine National Monument, a 49,000 square mile protected site off of the East Coast to commercial fishing. Because there's no corner in this country that a corporation shouldn't be able to rape and pillage. You see? If not for forward-thinking normal, decent people, and uh, maybe not, I mean, I, I don't, I didn't know the people personally, let's say, but you know, New York would not have a central park or we wouldn't have our national parks, Yellowstone, Yosemite, all of these places that are national treasures. We wouldn't have these places to enjoy at all or to, or, or to whatever, or to, I mean, all of these right-wingers, what do they do? What do they bring to the table? It's nothing but destruction, greed and destruction. All for the, a few. Because, you know, who needs a national park that all of us normal people, regular Joes can enjoy when a couple of rich fuckers can rape and pillage the place for their own gain, right? What's important? Let's let's weigh what's in the balance. It's unreal. The 10 Republican critics made no mention of the five tribes that had petitioned Obama, um, the Obama administration, to grant Bears Ears monument statues and felt betrayed by Trump's rollback after dismantling several federally protected land and water monuments. See, that's only Native Americans. They, they got darker pigment, right? So they don't count. Including one that honored Native American heritage. Well, I thought they were all about heritage, these right-wingers, but only if it's the right heritage, quote-unquote. Right meaning white and racist. Trump turned around and threatened up to 10 years in prison for anyone who vandalized or destroyed a monument to a slave-owning president or leader of the Confederacy. Yeah. Barring oil and gas drilling on federal lands, rejoining the Paris Climate Accord, and stopping the Keystone XL pipeline. That's what uh, President Biden did. Halting fossil fuel development in Alaska's pristine... uh, Arctic National Wildlife Refuge in the middle of a rapidly worsening global climate crisis. Thank goodness he stopped it. That would go against healing the the nation, says uh, Senator Dan Sullivan from Alaska. Sullivan immediately called the move divisive. Are we seeing a pattern here? It's divisive to... Restore decency, dignity, democracy. Of course it's divisive to to fascists who just inspired a white riot 
a white nationalist riot against democracy. And they, they're not stopping. I'm telling you guys, they're not. That's all. That was only the first time. Remember, Hitler, Hitler had a trial run too. Ten years later, he was back and he was chancellor. So let's take that as a warning. It's true. History has a lot of warnings and we better heed them. Oh, help me, Lord. Yep. Not one of them wants to help. Want, well, Patricia says on the chat, not one of them wants to be held accountable or take responsibility. That's for sure. Oh, my God. Construction on the... Here, here. Here's one of these fuckers. Wait, hold on. Son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Where is my... Where is it? Where is it? Here is it? No, that's not it. Sorry, guys. Yeah, that's the article. Here. The Keystone Pipeline, which is going to destroy um, many jobs and is going to lead to higher many energy jobs. costs. Um, joining the Paris Accords, which a lot of people in America a lot don't of agree people. with. And a lot of people don't agree with, but the majority do, right? A lot of dumb people don't agree with it. So, you know, it, it was really ironic that he's talking one thing, one game over here about unity. And the first thing he does is to go over to the White House and do just the opposite. And that is to alienate a number of people who disagree with those. Oh, things, my God. Who, who agree with those policies and who want to see those policies um, implemented. Oh, my God. Do you see what we're going to have to endure? A lot of people didn't want to join the Paris Climate Accord. A lot did, though. A lot more. A lot more didn't want Twitter to rip us away from the Paris Climate Accord. A lot lot did, though, wanted us to stay. They don't never seem to give a crap about the majority, what the majority wants. What about, you know, a lot of people, in fact, more people voted for Hillary Clinton, you know, a lot of people. So that means a lot of people didn't want Twitler to, to rip us out of the Paris Climate Accord. And a lot of people, m- the majority of people didn't want us to start drilling in the Arctic Wildlife Refuge, which let me explain yet again, or tell you guys, the, in, in case you don't know, that's, we're talking about the last five miles. That's it. That's what the Arctic Wildlife Refuge is. They're already drilling all over the place. We're talking about five effing miles left. These scums and these old scum crackers. What, 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 what are they leaving? The future, the, ge- the, the generations coming up behind us. They don't want this old cracker future that they're, li- no. We, they understand, the youth understand the, the state of the planet that these old white crackers have done, what they've done to us. God. So, of course, impeaching and putting Trump on trial 
Last week, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy says that Trump bears responsibility for the attack. But McCarthy has already backtracked, saying this week that Trump didn't provoke rioters and that holding him accountable in an impeachment trial, otherwise taking a stand against violence, would, wait for it, tear the nation apart. In polls conducted before Trump was impeached the second time, Americans were split along party lines on whether he should be removed from office and disqualified from holding future office, although there was a slightly more appetite this time around. But uh, 10 Republicans joined with Democrats to impeach, making it the most bipartisan impeachment vote in American history. But... What are you going to do? These people, it's never going to stop. So hold on, because that's, that's just a window into what we're, what's coming, what we're going to have to endure. The constant whining every time President Biden, isn't that nice to say? As much as I was a Bernie, I am a Bernie-crat, but it's nice to say former President Trump. And I don't even want to call him a former president. He needs to be stripped of his titles, of his honorifics. F him. When you're a traitor, when you, when you engage in attempts to overthrow the country, the legally elected democracy, that all of those, everybody who ever wore the uniform fought, bled, and died to protect us from the likes of him, of Twitler, of the tax-cheating, draft-dodging, dictator-wannabe con man. And during the inauguration, when they were the cameras were following Biden's motorcade, when they went to go lay a wreath at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier, and I couldn't help but feel sad as the camera was following the cars and all of those, all of the tombstones, hundreds, thousands, how many, I think there was two million, how many people buried, how many buried in Arlington? It was really touching, frankly, and because uh, each person uh, I mean, uh, just going by all of uh, 400,000 veterans in Arlington National Cemetery. That's it? I thought there were more. But uh, all of those white, those headstones underneath is a human being that lived. That's what I kept thinking of. The Every tear that was shed for these fallen men and women all of the I mean going back for from the beginning well from uh, the Civil War and uh, I don't know how do you honor how do you honor that sacrifice by what do you uh, but I don't know by honoring a con man by allowing the con, going along with a con man's attempt to destroy the country, to overturn democracy. What a disgrace. 
God. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you very much for hanging out. Um, I've been kicked off of YouTube for, I don't know, a week? We'll see. For doing nothing. And, yeah, we stick together, we win. I'll let you know when Tom Hartman's going to come on the show. I'm going to try to reschedule. In the meantime, become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Join Rockfin. Do it now. R-O-K-F-I-N dot com. And remember, we will win. We are on the right side of history. We are on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin. I will see you very soon. God. All right. God. All right, guys, I'm going to go because I'm in a pissed off mood. Usually I like to hang around a little bit and chat, casually chat. But so, yeah, I don't know. I'm pissed. I'm pissed I got kicked off of YouTube for no reason today. And I have to go write an email to Tom Hartman's, I guess, her, his press person or his, I don't know publicity I guess and ask to reschedule for the following Wednesday god damn it and I hope I hope that's doable because I want I don't know I want uh, the YouTube channel to be functioning uh, I don't know when you build up a community you try and to that's what they do they just basically effed me the F me royally. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devil and tell your friends and um, join Rockfin at rockfin.com. Join us on Discord as well. You can hang out in between shows, send me articles and whatnot. And remember, we will win. I don't know. I'm in a, I'm in a bad mood. I'm sorry. So I will, I will go. And remember, I'll see you. I don't know when. I might, I might not do a show this week. I might. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Only because I'm not on damn YouTube. It's really annoying. All right, guys. I'm going to go. I'll see you very soon. <laughs>